0: It's October twenty-first, and you're listening to the Magnificent Fantasy Football Show. Oh, sweet, sassy, spank my assy. We got Manatee Jackson and
1: Easy back together. Hey How yo. good does that feel? God, it feels good. It's been a it's been a while.
0: Been too I miss long. You. I missed you so hard. Missed having you in my ears. How's your life? It's sleepless, full of poop, and diapers, uh, and babies crying. But we like to talk about poop on this podcast. So that
1: yeah, I was of... going to say, at least you got a lot of shit going on. <laughs> Lines
0: up pretty perfectly. Um,. But yeah, I mean, in your life, you accomplished something that most people will never be able to accomplish in their entire lives. And a lot of people are going to be really jealous about that. Do you want to do you want to you don't even remember at this point? It's been too long. You forgot your like. Once in a lifetime moment that you had a few weeks ago.
1: Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. I got a hole in one bitches <laughs> yeah. yes yes
0: you're darn right you got a hole in one
1: yeah i got a hole in one suck on Jeez. that no it was it was uh yeah that was a momentous occasion for me and you're right there has been a lot of shit that's happened between now and then but yeah, uh Yeah, so
0: much shit that you forgot about a once in a lifetime moment
1: yeah unreal that was great thanks for bringing that up i appreciate that
0: i've been waiting to ask you about it i just thought oh hold back. I'll ask him about it on the pod. And then we haven't been able to figure it out.
1: Yeah. Nice. (laughs) So, well, you got, I need
0: details of this. Yep. I
1: was, uh, I got home from work one day and I was just sitting there. I didn't have anything going on. I didn't have anything to do. So I was like, well, let's just try to get nine holes in over at Highland national. Uh, you know, before the sun goes down. And so I'm out there, I'm playing. I've only brought, um, I only brought, what did I bring even number odd numbered clubs with me and um, you know, just having a, a little for fun round. Um, and fun I get to the eighth hole. Well, yeah. And the wind's blowing a little bit. We'll get to the eighth hole for all of you who know, no Highland national. It's a slightly downhill hole. It's pretty. It's all right in front of you. There's a bunker front and then there's a berm on the back that, you know, would help a uh, scald the ball from, going too far um it's 150 yards wind coming right to left and i picked a nine iron It's 148 yards i'm sorry picked a nine iron and uh i the pin was middle of the green but just left to center and i said you know just put put the ball right in the you know hit a good shot right at the middle of the green um if the wind takes it over towards the pin that's great if not you know you got a two putt for par And uh, I hit it, I hit it really well, I liked where it was going, but it was twilight, it was like right when the sun was going down, and there was cloud cover, so I couldn't, I I saw the ball fly up in the air exactly where I had hoped to have hit it, Uh, but I didn't see it down, so I didn't see it happen, I walk up to the green, and I'm, I don't see it on the green as I'm walking up to it, and uh, so I'm looking in the rough, you know, in front thinking, well, maybe I didn't have the yardage right or something. And I don't see it in the front rough or in the front bunker. And then I'm going to the back to check, you know, because obviously it went behind the green since I didn't see it in front. I don't see it on. And I did that like hopeful little check in the in the cup just to just to see. But, uh, <laughs> you know, it's never there. But there it fucking was. It was awesome.
0: That's unreal. That is unfricking real. Incredible. Have you ever even gotten close to hole in one before?
1: I've had a few on par threes get to like um like less than a foot, but never in.
0: So when are you going pro?
1: Yeah, I don't know. That's a that's a great question. If the you know, that'll be my backup plan in case this doesn't take off. God, that's freaking awesome. So you
0: sink it, you lose your mind, you shed a tear. How'd you celebrate?
1: Well, you know, a couple, couple beers, couple of brewskis. Actually, it was I was like, I, I was kind of like shaking. And I I had the ninth hole yet to play, and I actually had a pr- pretty decent round going. And um, I'm I'm actually so I I hit my drive on nine into the fairway, and then I pulled my approach shot pretty bad to the left, and um, I had a really hard up and down and I'm actually pretty proud that I made bogey on that hole (laughs) only bogey and not double or worse because I made like a eight footer to keep it at at a five on that par four so geez
0: as someone who doesn't really know anything about golf that sounds really good
1: well like imagine if you get your hole in one and then like you you're playing nine so then your ninth hole you record like a seven or eight or something like that that'd be, be a little embarrassing
0: Yeah, I still haven't golfed since my driver split in half on the driving range.
1: How strong are you?
0: Not strong at all. Stronger than a very cheap driver.
1: I'm strong enough to split a driver in half.
0: Oh, God. Yeah, I am bad at golf.
1: But Um, you're not. I just remember, I think the first time, I don't know if it was the first time, but the first time I ever played golf with you. Yeah. First time I ever played golf with you, you were using my clubs. Um, You kind of, I mean, like we got to the last hole and by the time we got to the last hole, you like laced this beautiful seven iron, like right to the green. And, and Maggie's like, Ryan, she's like, (laughs) she's like, like, how are you this good this early? (laughs) Yeah, she was like annoyed that I,
0: I hit the green. First time golfing, it was pretty sweet. <laughs> um, but then I thought I was going to be really good, and then the second time golfing, I was I was really frustrated with myself. And I hear yeah. that happens in golf.
1: It'll do it to you.
0: Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, yeah, that is freaking awesome. What else do we need to cover? What else did I miss? I heard I loved your story about a guy peeing all over the floor. Right next to you, <laughs> it
1: was so wild. He I mean, was just, just. I, I he had to know. I if he didn't know what he was doing, then that's maybe even a little worse. I, I <laughs> I'm choosing to believe he knew what he was doing, and he was just <laughs> like, "Fuck it, man! I'm just gonna pee all over." Who gives a shit? Have. Who gives a shit at this point? Urine goes gender. where urine goes. How are how are we to control it? Maybe he like caught the
0: janitor sleeping with his wife or something. So he went to <laughs> the gas station where he cleans up and he's like, fuck this guy and just peed yeah. all over the floor.
1: Any Man. uh any sweet poop stories on your end for the last couple of weeks?
0: Uh yeah. So um our baby had had the first blowout not too long ago. I don't know how we've been uh escaping blowouts for so long, but First blowout happens the other day. Um during the work day for me. So I get this, you know, panic from upstairs, like help Manatee Jackson, help. <laughs> <laughs> and so me being Manatee Jackson, of course I I run to the call of of any help cry. Spring into action and, now. And there's just there's poop everywhere. And like It's on the onesie. We gotta throw the onesie away. It's up the back. It's on in the crib. I mean, there's there's just poop everywhere. And I have a meeting in a little bit. So I'm like, oh no, I'm gonna be late for this meeting. Like, what am I gonna do? I have to like clean this poop up. So I text the boss and I say, Hey, running a little behind. Get it? Uh, I, I told the father-in-law that one. He told me I should submit it to Reader's Digest, so I might just do that. <laughs> Who knows? That Maybe is, you'll see. <laughs> that is golden. Thank you. Thank you for appreciating that. By the way, the evolution of baby poop is pretty incredible.
1: Uh, I don't know if you know too to much about, about this. All I've heard is that right away, it's like black and like nothing.
0: Oh, yeah. Right away, it's, like, the stickiest black tar type of shit. Like, the nurse changed the first diaper, and, like, it looked like she was peeling bubble gum, like, off the baby's ass with the diaper. Like, it was just, like, stretching out. It's nuts. It's gnarly. It doesn't really smell, which is kind of good. But then, so that they go through that period, and it happens, like... I mean, they poop like five times a day and then it slowly like turns into this like mustard. Am I right? (laughs) Oh, could you imagine pooping five times a day? That'd be kind of awesome.
1: Yeah. Um, I I can't even imagine what that would even be like. I'm just grateful for one a day, you know? Um, Yeah. You got (laughs) to take your blessings where you can get them.
0: Yeah. I wonder what we need to do to change our diets for a five poop day probably a lot of taco bell taco bell yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) great minds (laughs) but this so then it turns like mustard seedy brown and gets more runny which is easier to clean up because that sticky stuff you're like you go through like 10 wipes every poop just trying to get the stick off the butt but when it gets soupy it's a lot easier um and then they poop um more infrequently, so it's like every other day now. And that's where we're at in our baby poop journey. So I don't know how it's going to evolve from here.
1: Your baby poops every other day now.
0: Yeah. That's yeah, crazy. I know that was a surprise to me too. I thought it was like I thought it was just gonna be a shit show all day every day, like every diaper change is how yeah. I envisioned it. It's how the movies portray it crazy Um, yeah she pees constantly like it's always a wet diaper but it'll be the wettest diaper you've ever felt you'll change the diaper and then she'll just she'll pee some more while you're you have no diaper protecting anything so that creates a, a fun little mess but but yeah that's that's evolution evolution of baby poop
1: through nine weeks that's, that's what I got for you. That's uh that's a beautiful evolution. It's a beautiful story. Very happy for <laughs> you and your family to have uh you know such a fun event to to you know add into your schedule.
0: It's pretty fun. Are we so is there anything else let's let's kick it back to you. What else happened after the hole in one? Are we missing out on any fun poop stories?
1: No, really, I mean, I had a lot of travel. One of them was a trip to the Boundary Waters, but I didn't go into the Boundary Waters, so uh, I didn't get a chance to, you know, have poops in nature again, which I really, really enjoy. Oh, yeah, Um, I guess We were just at the campsite at the end of the gunflint, and uh, they just have the, you know, those, like, they're kind of like outhouses. They're just dug into the ground there, which I do... No, I will say it's kinda nice to um the thing that i like i I don't like having the four walls around me i've I've said that before I love pooping in nature but uh i I do enjoy when you poop that that delay between the poop exiting your butthole and you hearing the plop down when it finally lands. <laughs> yeah. I do enjoy that
0: there is something very satisfying about that. It's just yeah. like, yep, just removed a bunch of waste from my body. That was a good one. Oh my gosh! You can Tell and by the we... thud, rather than needing to look before you flush. Yeah. Like, Whoa! It
1: was yeah. that much? And we had uh, we had some we had some Mexican food going in out of Grand Marais, and then we also had tacos the first night. So my my like first couple experiences in that in that. Uh, outhouse were pretty <laughs> great. They were great. There's a i was I'm, i was filling it up. Oh,
0: that's awesome. Especially when you know there's plenty of space to fill up. Mm-hmm. You've got nothing to worry about.
1: Nothing. It's not gonna not it's like it's not gonna breach. It's not gonna like touch the <laughs> tip of, or like touch my butt as I'm like no, filling up the the bowl.
0: Don't have to worry about splatter kicking back at you. Right. It's not like day three of like a a big Concert fest.
1: Yeah. No, that's that's dangerous. You don't don't want to go anywhere near that. No. Yeah. No, sorry.
0: (laughs) Man. Yeah. Otherwise it's just been baby duty around here. Work's been nuts.
1: Um, baby duty,
0: baby duty. Um, let's see. Yeah. Just leaf blowing. The huge, gotta love that stuff. <clears throat> so, maybe we'll we'll try to store up some more magnificent, um stories to talk about on the next pod because we've got a lot to cover in the good old where did we, Midwest where Empire we
1: League. Off, I think we left off leading <clears throat> into week three, right?
0: Um, maybe <clears throat>
1: I just titled. I just titled this one "Midseason
0: Bonanza," so I think we can just go nuts with it and recap whatever we want. Fucking ape shit. Let's just go fucking ape shit on this.
1: We were going into week three because I remember Tay Dizzy uh, asked me what what matchups I was looking forward to, and I was looking forward to taking down Sexual Thielen, but I was unable to that that week. So. As has Were... everyone been able to do since the start of the season. He is
0: 6-0. Quick question. Was Dizzy fly enough to get jizz in your eye or no? Yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, what a start. What what a start for, for his podcast debut. <laughs> he started very strong. I was I hoping he'd...
0: It was his hoping... first line
1: on the pod. I know.
0: <laughs> I was like, whoa, I didn't know what to expect. And like, this guy has like a whole persona like planned out. He's going to fling wild comments all over the place. And he just kind of took the, you know, I'm a, I'm a responsible dad approach from there and surprised yeah. me. But
1: yeah, it was a lot so of good. heat at first. And then it was a cool simmer after that.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh. Nevertheless, I'm still happy he joined. would like to, some more dizzy to see if we can. Maybe we'll actually get him so fly where some jizz does kind of sting the, the eyeballs a little bit. Who knows? Yeah,
1: yeah, I'd, yeah, yeah, for sure. I'd appreciate him holding up his end of the bargain at least. So
0: I have I have a couple things to recap on that I'm frustrated about in Midwest Empire. And one of them was I can't remember which week this was maybe two or three weeks ago. I'm looking at the lineup right before noon. And I'm like, you know what? I just kind of like Cortland Sutton's matchup better than Devonte Smith. I thought I had some time and I'm going through it and double checking again. like, okay. And then I click it, I click to switch and then it goes invalid move or something. And I look and it's exactly noon. And I was immediately like, Oh, good thing I didn't do that because Devonte Smith had a, a touchdown on the opening drive, but then it got called back and then he ended up getting like 15 fewer points than Cortland Sutton. And I would have won if I would have done that. So mm. one of those sob stories that typically nobody believes unless it actually happened to them. And then the other thing I'm annoyed by is sexual feeling since. Even before week one, has been giving me some lobal offers for Chuba, to the point where I did like the Tina Fey eye roll response to him a few times. Sure, I'm like That's Chuba's gonna be like, yep. I, I'm like Chuba's gonna be like Kareem Hunt. I was talking him up. I'm like in that offense, blah blah blah, and then I get this offer <clears throat> and I see it. I'm like, okay, Mike Davis, and his second rounder for Chuba. And that was when uh, McCaffrey got hurt and it looked like he was going to be back in a couple weeks. So I'm like, okay, a two week rental, you know, I'm kind of selling high for Chuba here. And here we are. Chuba just keeps starting. McCaffrey's on IR. Chuba's doing really good. I could have used him. Uh, Sexual Thielen. Looks like he's going to be one of the top teams. So his second rounder is basically going to be a third rounder. And I'm a little disappointed by that. And Chuba was a second rounder this year. So I thought it was, was kind of gaining, but it's probably going to be Mike Davis's last year of revelancy. relevancy. Relevancy. <laughs> uh oh, Relevancy, yeah. I knew I knew i fucked that one up again. <clears throat> I don't know close. why I do that.
1: Just two letters. <laughs>
0: <laughs> He's not gonna be relevant after this year. How about that? Maybe I just need to say it that way. And Patterson, Corderel, the Vikings Cold. former first rounder. God,
1: how crazy of um, a pickup was that? Who got him? It was uh no. It was uh Scotty, turd Ferguson. He loves
0: anybody who's over the age of 30. So, he must have been wait, on his radar.
1: It? Hang on. I thought hmm. it was him. I thought it was was he was maybe it wasn't Ferg. Oh no, wait. Um, yeah, it was. Of course it was.
0: He's like I need he probably has some sort of a log. And as soon as guys turn 30, he just puts them on his watch list.
1: Yeah. I mean, so he's got Saquon Austin Eckler, Saquon Barkley, uh, Najee Harris, and Cordero Patterson. He can't even play all four, all four of those. But how crazy that Cordero Patterson's having the year that he's having. I don't think he's going to keep it up, but good for him.
0: There's no way. There's no way. Um, <clears throat> You got to think about, Pitts is only going to, get better as a rookie and demand more target share. <clears throat> Calvin Ridley was hurt before the bye week um, Russell Gage, their slot wide receiver is healthy again. So I think it's going to spread out a little bit more. Whereas before they, they're kind of like, <clears throat> okay, let's just sling it to Cordero until we get some of these other pieces back. So sell high Scotty's 30, is he 30, 32, 31? He's up there. He's over 30. I know that. Um, and, and like Easy was... said, you can't f- start all these guys. Yeah. Yeah. Get what you can out of them. Um, but yeah, that was, that was pretty surprising. And I bet the Bears are kind of kicking themselves because their backfield's kind of shit right now.
1: The Bears suck. It's a terrible team. Terrible stadium, terrible fans. Aaron Rodgers owns them.
0: I was gonna say they have a new owner. Yep. <laughs> oh,
1: that was a great soundbite. Um how about last week uh we had Re <laughs> uh what's the what's his team name? Uh oh, um, team. Shmoni. Shmoney team loses to Sexual Thielen by point zero eight points. And uh, Shmoney team kind of whined a little bit in the chat. And that's okay. You can whine about point zero eight, But one oh, thing we did? to pay attention I to it. is that that wasn't even the narrowest margin of the week. Boner Stew be Fully Torqued to give Fully Torqued his first loss of the season. <laughs> By 0.06, 191.78 to 191.72.
0: That makes me so happy because anyone who knows fully torqued knows he's the biggest shit talker there is. And I get to play him this week. And I'm excited to to hear more excuse excuses from his poor performance. If I would have gotten 0.5 more points.
1: <laughs> he kind of sounds uh, like that. I... I do. Rem- I think there was only one tie I was a part of it. It was like two years ago. Oh, yeah. Remember that? Yeah. I, I forgot it, it about that. It came down to the tiebreaker, and you had to remind people what the tiebreaker was, which was bench points. <laughs> That's right.
0: Yeah. And it's pretty impressive going down to the hundredth yeah. tie at that level. But I, I do. How do you feel? Would you prefer. Getting a tie or having a tiebreaker because I don't
1: like ties. No, yeah, I'd, I'd much rather have a the tiebreaker.
0: Yeah. Okay, we're aligned there. That's good. So let's look at the standings. So s- there's three divisions. We've got the shells division led by Stony at five and one. Then Brew Crew at four and two,
1: and that's that really it. A- then, yep, top heavy league there.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Then you got ever. Ever fever? Yeah. Yep. We we decided it's Ever. Ever fever. And um what's
1: this? Market team Zero.
0: Name? Market Zero. Okay. Because it's only showing. Oh, these are usernames. I always mess that up. Okay, Market Zero at one and five as well. Then Summit. Sexual Thielen, whose second round pick is mine and likely going to be a third round pick. Undefeated. Only undefeated squad at six and 0. Oh. Um, and then you're it's fun for you to be in that league two or in that division two because you're second at four and two. Gotta feel pretty good about that though.
1: Yeah, I mean I'm number two in points scored so far this year. Um I feel like my I think my uh my distance from fully torqued, he's at seven oh two, I'm at seven sixty eight. And then sexual thelens at eight thirty five, so uh, everyone else kind of bunches up after fully torqued, but uh, you know, happy to to be where I'm at. It's not too bad.
0: I'd say it'd be pretty hard. I bet your playoff chances are, are pretty
1: high. Well, it's interesting being in the same because I'll play Sexual Thielen twice, so and I lost him the first time. And then Grizz Diz is a pretty good team as well. And then Cream of the Crop, obviously he's got the the year after winning curse so he's going to be an easy win um but
0: (laughs) i don't get it so his pf is 589 is that worse in the league
1: nope no uh he has there's one worse it's market zero at 544
0: no there's two worse chili chow 573
1: oh yeah boners too
0: oh yeah boners (laughs) too But I wish they sh- they show usernames in these standings. I wish they showed team names.
1: I got <laughs> it on um on the desktop. They show it.
0: That's what I'm looking at.
1: Are you looking at league? Yeah, league, and then I scroll down.
0: Yeah, that's what I do.
1: And then it shows like number one on shells is fully torqued, and then right beside it is Stony.
0: Oh yeah, just the Stony t- for me. It's weird. weird. F you, sleeper. How about that? Okay. Um. Yeah, it's it's tough. Cream of the cr- or <laughs> cream of the crop. Um. Good luck
1: next yeah. year, I guess. Best of hey, luck in two thousand twenty-two. Yep. Yeah.
0: That's the thing. Get another really good running back or something, which I thought I was gonna have to go and just kind of ditch this year and go for um good draft pick because it wasn't looking too good. But if I would have made that stupid Cortland Sutton move 30 seconds earlier, I'd be sitting at three and three. But even with the win last week, it keeps me alive. Two and four. Um, <clears throat> And my division, I'm only two games back. We've got. What is that? Shmoney at four and two. And then turd Ferguson at three and three. And then I'm sitting at two and four. And fun fact, I do lead. The, the points for in this division. So I have a chance.
1: Yeah, the um the Surly League is uh, wide open. It's anyone's Yes, game it there. is. OK, but these don't wide actually open. matter for who makes the playoffs, right? It's all about is it record for who makes the playoffs and then points for what
0: the the leader in each division goes to the playoffs. OK, and then it gets filled in after that. Got it. And then uh
1: Does it the, get filled uh, in based on record or points?
0: Record? I I have to double check. I'm almost positive it's record and then points four is the tiebreaker. Got it. That's All how it right, should well, be
1: anyway. I gotta get some more wins on the board. Four and two is not gonna cut it. Well, I guess it probably would cut it, but if it ended right now, but
0: yeah, you'd you'd trickle in into one of those other three spots that aren't decided by division leaders.
1: You know what I and do then, like, but I don't like. I like on the app that you can get details on maximum points for, but I can't find out how to get that on the desktop here.
0: Oh yeah, I know what you mean when you click on sexual, that weekly so like,
1: Yeah, that r- report when it comes out, it shows you like for every team what they scored and what they could have scored if they played it perfectly. But then yep. they do that in the... St- if you go down to the standings and do view details on the app, it'll give you the maximum points for for the whole season. Oh, weird.
0: Okay. So it'll give you how many that.
1: points you actually scored <laughs> and what your maximum would be.
0: Which which tab is that under?
1: So on um on the app, if you go to league and then you well, go down well, to on the standings... Des- on the desktop? No, on the app. F- on your phone.
0: On the app, because... All you have to do is click on the report, and then you get that team performance overview. Yeah,
1: but you only you only get to see each week by week on that. But on 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 the app, if you go to league and then you go scroll down to the standings, past all the matchups. Oh, there we go. Okay. And then there's view details there, so you can see maximum points four for each team for the whole season.
0: Where's the view details?
1: Wait, are you? Do you not <laughs> Sorry, see the same totally- thing either?
0: sidetracking this thing
1: it's it's literally right next to this of, it's right next to the standings uh title
0: oh i figured out how to see the projected bracket um
1: yeah anyway i'll figure it out <laughs> but like I for see sure. your maximum points would be 766.4 if you had played every lineup Perfectly. Mm-hmm. And that's interesting to me because my points for actual was 768.9, so it'd still be ahead of you even if you played Ooh. everything perfectly. So
0: you're just a better manager, I guess. Yeah, I guess that's kind of what it comes <laughs> down to. <laughs> uh, looking at the projected playoffs, um, so Stoney and Sexual Thielen both projected for that first round by you're projected to play Brew Crew if, if playoffs started today. And then we got Dizai is playing Shmoni. So I got some work to do. You're doing good, though. Keep it up. I mean, you definitely do have one of the better teams with King Henry.
1: Can we say something about Henry? I feel like we should just expect, like, I don't know why his projected points are coming in around like 18 to 21. <laughs> <laughs> when we know he's going to run for 150 and three touchdowns every week, what's what's keeping us from putting the projected points up at where it needs to be at like 30, 35?
0: It is kind of weird. It's it's weird. just thinking about his career is kind of weird because it was like his first two or three years, people were so low on him, and he was okay. I mean, he didn't have like huge seasons, and then all of a sudden he was like, "Yeah, I'm super fast. I'm super huge." I can like for sure be the leading rusher in the NFL.
1: Yeah. I mean, I remember <laughs> I drafted him and I and I was like I paid 20 bucks for him in the initial draft and he did nothing like the first year and then the most the second year he was doing nothing. And then it was week 14 where he like exploded for what that 200-yard gain game or whatever. I was like yeah. where the heck did that come from? I I could have used that all season. <laughs> and then he's been like lights out since then. I
0: know. And he only gets better. Like now he's even last year took him until like the weather started getting bad. And then he, would you know, if it's like a snow game or something like that, you're not going to pass as much. So then they're like, all right, I guess we'll just feed Henry. And now they're doing it at the beginning of the year this year with an extra game. They're not worried about workload and they're actually passing the ball to him. Yeah. So he's just getting more and more points. The one thing I'll say, I'd, I I kind of looked up. I was curious to see this matchup um, the last two years with the Chiefs versus the Titans. And last year it was a conference championship. And Henry, he rushed for like 19 times and only got like 70 yards, maybe just under like 60 some yards and one touchdown. I'm like, huh, maybe the Chiefs figured it out. But then I went back the year before that in 2019. He had like, 23 rushes, 188 yards, and two touchdowns. So I think he'll probably do something closer to that than the 70-yard one-touchdown performance he did last year. Yeah. Just kind of interesting. Both games, Ryan T- Tannehill sucked, and people are kind of expecting that to be a shootout, but doesn't look like he's going to turn it around this year.
1: Should we uh should we go through a couple of trades?
0: Let's do it. Yeah, what trades did we miss out on?
1: Do we want to take a look at your uh so you had uh Mike Davis and a second round for Chuba Hubbard?
0: Yep, and I kind of talked about that. Um I have a little bit of buyer's remorse. I did it when I thought I was more of a playoff contention team. Um been a little down on my team lately so it doesn't make as much sense anymore but i and that was kind of before james robinson's emergence so i did kind of need i didn't really have any running back depth behind jonathan taylor and if you call james robinson like first two weeks if you thought that was strong i had nothing on my bench so i kind of needed it so um yeah i
1: guess i it's uh seems like a standard i mean it wasn't it didn't uh it didn't uh I liked your nickname change for Mike Davis at least.
0: My Beavis? Yeah.
1: <laughs> Thank you. I thought that was strong too. Um, um uh, go ahead. Speaking
0: of nicknames, I picked up Chris Evans and every time I I searched him for like news online, it would be that Captain American guy, so obviously that was his nickname. Yep. And he so got an cool. awesome receiving touchdown last week. Sexual it out there.
1: completed a trade with Brew Crew. He got Mark Andrews for Peyton Barber and Dawson Knox. That's a that's a questionable trade for the best roster in the league. What was that
0: one again? I remember seeing that and thinking, "What?" And then Knox just started torching, like lighting the world on fire. I was like, "Holy shit!" What is? know, know really, that we don't.
1: I don't think he was really lighting the world on fire, but. He had two, he, I two mean, weeks of 18 and 21, and then he got, just got hurt. But
0: Okay, now I see this trade. Yeah, um, initially I was like, come on. And now...
1: Knox is a waiver pickup this early this year. I remember him and Tyler Conklin were like the two big waiver pickups right away.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty sure he shot himself in the foot on that one, especially with Mark Andrews' emergence lately. Started slow. Um, But Lamar Jackson is passing way more than he needs to this year because he's got all these old running backs that are probably on Turd Ferguson's radar or roster.
1: <laughs> uh, right after yeah. that, uh, looks like Boner, Stew and Brew Crew. Brew Crew is getting active in the trade game here. Brew he is a very up,
0: active trader.
1: He picked up Sony Michel and a fourth rounder for... His first rounder. Oof. That's <laughs> tough. That You're going to yeah. give up a first round pick for Sony Michelle and a fourth rounder? Ooh. I like how you pronounce it, Michelle. I think like that's how Dodgeball. he pronounces it. I think that's how he pronounces it. I have always heard Michelle. Oh. Michelle. That's a big, that's a, that's a, with where where is boner stew or no, where is Brew Crew gonna end up? Oh, he's four and two. So he might have a later first round pick, but that's still you're getting <laughs> a lot for a first round pick, and uh Sony Michel is not worth that even with a fourth he, rounder in there.
0: No, he's not the starter this year, and this is without Cam Akers.
1: Yeah, that's that is I'm gonna say put throw throw a there's a stinky, shitty fart sound on that because that's a shitty trade.
0: That deserves all the farts, in my opinion.
1: That's my favorite one.
0: It's my favorite, and I love how we have to wait for it to finish before we talk.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, Stu also did a trade with Stony. Who's Stony? Fully Torked. Fully Torked. Daniel Jones and a third rounder for Tom Brady. Not bad. I'm not I'm not mad about that one.
0: No. Nope. It's kind of weird because this move to me tells me um boner stew is gunning for the playoffs this year, trying to acquire old man Brady. He's you know, he's kind of one of those. That's the strategy. If you're if you're going for it now or if you're trying to build later, you want um Tom Brady if you're going for the ship now. And chili chow two and four, or boner stew. So he's got to turn things around. <clears throat> but like you said, surly division is up in there, mm-hmm. wide open. Um, yeah, not not too bad trade activity. We still have a few more weeks to see some more trades come through.
1: Hopefully, Over. there's no other. Yeah, those was a while ago I'm trying to see yeah. if there's any more recent I'm not seeing any here coming through so that must yeah, have been it neither.
0: not too bad but if we look at so let's just do a quick overview Um, I think that was good just a lay of the land of where the league's at where it looks like some of these playoff teams are going to end up and but I mean it's mid season, so there's what thirteen weeks, and we're at week seven, so we're right at that mid season mark. <clears throat> so I
1: thought there was fourteen this this year.
0: Are there fourteen? Am I with the additional game? You are right, fourteen. So yeah, yeah. After this week, we're halfway through, so you have half of a season to turn it around or to maintain it whatever you're trying to do.
1: Some people really need to start thinking about draft picks for next year. Uh, Yep. <laughs> Get those <laughs> losses unf- in now before you have to start paying for them.
0: Especially if you were the champ last year and you can't trade. <laughs> yeah.
1: Tough. Oh, it's so weird.
0: Um, If I'm looking at matchups this week, <clears throat> i think fully torque loses to me pretty easily i'm not even gonna dive into that one um you got two bottom of the barrel teams going against each other in boner stew and market zero i'm not too interested but again it's mid-season uh both these squads could turn things around um Diz Diz is uh He's he's trying to be really flying at some fling some jizz and fever's fellas eye, who's sitting at one and five, but he's not projected to win. So that'll be a tough loss for him these if those some, projections are right.
1: Yeah, these are some low projections. I'm not, I'm wondering if what's going into these. Yeah, I don't know. I bet. Well, it are, could be just bye weeks are coming through now. People's yeah, their starters are, are on the bench.
0: Tons of bye weeks.
1: Oh, and Sexual Keenan has an empty, uh, and Turd Ferguson. Both of them have people with bi- They haven't updated their roster, so
0: that's a classic Turd Ferguson move. He waits until Sunday to look at it. So, what if stay there's tuned. a Thursday
1: game situation that needs attention?
0: He might, if he feels like it, he'll look at it.
1: <laughs> yeah, he.
0: I don't know. We'll see. It's it's funny because I always think his things are gonna go past him but he like he never misses it he just waits until the last second Mr. Procrastinator Turd Ferguson
1: he's got other things to do
0: yeah he I mean maybe he just wants to take this week off anyway facing sexual thielen at 6-0 and zero.
1: he needs the to juggernaut. he needs to deal he needs to get dealt to first loss some, sometime he has to this isn't the you, you already played him. dolphins. Dolphins yeah. whatever it was Seventy four.
0: You already played him once this year, didn't you? Yeah. He gave you a loss? He did. That's right. You were both undefeated going into that.
1: Into week two. No, week three. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, I don't know. It looks like um last year's champ, Kareem, could get a win this week and turn things around. At two and five, seven games left to go. I'd say he could afford one or two more losses after this. And I, I've thought about this a lot because I'm 1-5 in five in this other league. And I've thought, I can afford one or two more losses. So there's hard still hope. Thing,
1: the hard thing with Kareem of the crop is that he's third to last in maximum points for, four. His, the best <laughs> he could have he done by, by this point would be 729 points.
0: Uh, I'm looking at his roster, wondering where things went wrong, and you don't have to look any further than Brennan Ayuk and Robbie Stone Henderson. Mm. Robbie is dropping everything thrown to him. <clears throat> Brandon Ayuk is sophomore slump, getting overshadowed by your boy Debo this year.
1: Yeah. Do you want to uh, do you want to apologize publicly right now for the fact that you said Debo Samuel would never score more than twenty nine point nine points in week one? And then I, four rolls around. And what does he get? 33.7. I was
0: strictly referring to a career game, not a fantasy football points performance. And he still hasn't topped that receiving yardage mark. So, well, zero apologies. You sir. Know,
1: 189 in week one and 156 in week two with two touchdowns. I'd say 156 with two touchdowns is a better game. But. His career high receiving yardage. <laughs> no, he was 30 less, but it was it's still a great game. It's a better game. And you so, so I didn't I did not it, catch, I I'll have to listen back to the tape. I think you said he's not gonna score 29 mm, points again this year. No,
0: I said it was a career game. <laughs> and that was a game where he had career high receiving yardage, which well, would
1: make it a career game, right? I will uh I'll, you know, I'll, I'll continue to patiently wait for my apology <laughs> and I'll accept okay. Venmo or Apple Pay for next year's
0: League Deuce. Play the tape. I also did not accept a bribe or <laughs> a bet from you. Uh, I'll accept a bribe from you, though. I'll take that. Um, I got to say, OK, so Kareem got lucky with this. Tony pick. He's looking really good. So he I I mean he has some hope. There's still hope for the squad. I guess. We'll see. Uh, yeah. We'll stay tuned.
1: Keep, um, a, keep an eye on it. Boston Scott's nowhere to be found anymore because Kenny Gainwell usurped his role. You slurped his role.
0: Sir Kenneth. Third round pick.
1: Yep. Sir Kenneth. Gain well, just, just think he could have been having that first round pick. There was that controversy, <laughs> no nope, slides all the way. To Fever's
0: fellows had he had he had two more opportunities because he picked ahead of you. Yeah,
1: no, what did he? No, yeah, didn't he?
0: No, I, don't I think swear so. he he skated over him twice. But Waddle is doing pretty good, he can't be upset about that. I'm going to take a peek. I think that was a pretty good recap, but I want to take a peek quick. Uh, scores last week. See if anything jumps out
1: besides the two narrow margins of victory. How about besides fevers? That? Fever's fellows at, at Owen five came in with a 150 bomb and just torched me. Congrats to you.
0: That is awesome. He, he was even projected higher than you're projected going into that matchup. What's going on in his lineup all of a sudden? Dalvin Cook has been hurt and he got him back. Henderson is waking up. Um Waddle, first round pick. Kelsey. Kelsey. Yep, that makes sense. But he benched Kirk over Stafford.
1: What an idiot. Kirk isn't having too bad of a year, is he? Uh, I guess not his terrible. Last, last two games were 13 and 10 before his 30, but
0: Yeah. I don't know. Not terrible. Yeah, he has. I mean, he has some good pieces, that's for sure. Pretty pretty thin at wide receiver though. But yeah, that that had of shocked you? A little shock to the system.
1: Yeah, I wasn't expecting it, but you know, I'm not uh it's two losses on the season. I'm not too put off by that. If it keeps happening like it did last year where people are just getting their best <laughs> week ever against me, then it'll, it'll start to bug me a little bit, but, uh, you know, we'll see how this week goes.
0: We, we will see. Um, yeah. Only other thing that jumps out, you touched on it, sexual feelings, staying undefeated with a 0.08 margin. That's crazy. Um, I had my the biggest margin of victory goes to me. I finally turned it around for my second win. And yeah, maybe this is a trend, new trend of things to come here at the you, mid-season
1: mark. Do you count that as maybe half a win since it came against market zero?
0: Maybe, but 130 points, pretty good. Second highest of
1: the week. Yeah, you would have beat everyone else except for one team
0: yeah the the defeated team that you couldn't take down, <laughs> oh man, well, not a bad mid season uh roundabout recap bonanza as bonanza. I titled it um a lot to look forward to, maybe some more trades before deadline uh and yeah what is the trade deadline s- it's right before Thanksgiving. It's like that week of Thanksgiving. I can't remember which day because it switched a little bit in sleeper. Let me see if I can find it really quick. Uh, trade deadline is the 11th week is what it says. But, Oh, I think that means after oh, I had to look this up and I forgot. I think it means after the 11th week is over. So it's like right after that Monday night game, then the 11th week is over. Got it. And that's the trade deadline. So you can trade throughout the Monday night football game of the 11th week. Um, hold on a second. Let me look at something else really quick. Cuz it could also mean the 11th week is the deadline, so you have until the Monday night football game of the 10th week.
1: Oh, hey, before we sign off, we do have to shout out uh, Sexual Thielen's 200-point week.
0: Oh, my God. You're right. That was so weird. I was watching that game. I stopped at halftime, and I even recorded a pod the next morning. Had no idea what happened. And then I'm listening back. I'm like, God, I had I had no idea these guys just blew up. He had... Who do you have? he had Lamar Jackson and Mark Andrews and Marquise Brown? No, yeah, no, he had, just Marquise yep. Brown, not Andrews.
1: No, he did have Andrews as well. So he had three players playing on oh. Monday Night Football, and and the three of them come. He had, uh, hang on, he had, uh, he finished with two hundred one, right? Yep. So he had he had eighty seven points going into that, and I think Fevers Fellows. I don't know if he had anyone playing in that game. Indiana. No, I think he – he so he had 87 points going up against – Fever's fellows had 106. So, I mean, I don't think Ever Fever really maybe thought that he had a chance, but he, <laughs> he learned quickly he did not. His three players, Lamar Jackson, Mark Andrews, Marquise Brown, scored 113.58 points in that game. God. That is insane. That's a congrats. good week for a whole team for a lot of people. I know. He got it out of that, three players on Monday.
0: And three players in one half in the second half on a Monday. Jeez. Insane. Well, definitely congrats to that and can confirm trade deadline is the end of the 11th week um, on Monday, November 22nd. So that's confirmed congrats sexual feeling you jerk you (laughs) undefeated jerk and to the rest of y'all good luck halfway through the season still have time to turn it around but who knows maybe you won't maybe you will
1: goodbye